Okay, Boker Torah Rabbi Sai, Daf Vav Amabez in Masachis Moi Katan, a brand new week of Limanatayr Bar Hashem. We're going to start with Chazar, as should be, and as Rabbi uh, Friedman gave us Musar about yesterday, Hafaychba, Abba Hafaychba, Gadu Chazar, which is very, very important, and therefore we're going to do that. Says the Mishnah, um, about ten lines down, Vav Amabez, Rilazar Ben Yaakov Aimer, Moishkin Esamaymi Ilan. The Ilan, you could draw water from tree to tree. As long as you don't do the extra tircha of watering the entire field. If you have uh, seeds that have, did not get watered, did not drink before the moed, did not water before the yantiv, you should not water them for the first time on yantiv. And the understanding is because, again, if you didn't start it beforehand, it's not going to be damaging to wait another week and wait till after yantiv. Therefore, you should wait. But if you did start already and to kind of abruptly stop, that would be damaging. And therefore, you're allowed to do it. In both cases, they allow you to water the entire field. They allow you to water seeds that were not watered before Yantiv. And we said several times already that's the sheet of Rav Meir that we had in Bezim and Aleph that allows you to do a lot more things on Cholamoy than uh, the sheet that we actually hold of. Amar of Yehuda, Yehuda comments on our Mishnah. If the field was already moist, which is basically a continuation of that. Second halacha of our Mishnah, then what? You're allowed to water the entire field because, again, there's a concern that the entire field is going to get ruined, and therefore you're allowed to water the entire field. Uh, says the Gemara Tanya Namihachli, a price that supports this, that which we said is also to water an entire field of Chalmoid. That's only talking about seas that did not drink, that were not watered before the Moid. But Zraim, that were. Um, watered before the yantiv, mutter lashkais of a moid, you're allowed to water them on chalamoid, vitim haisa, sada mitunenis mutter, and the price is explicitly if you have a sada mitunenis, you're allowed to go ahead and make sure it gets watered even on chalamoid. The imashkin sada grid, the moid, you cannot water a dried out field, a field that was, right, that's dried out. The moid, allow all this, they allow all these cases to go ahead and water them on chalamoid. Okay, so what do we see from this halacha, though? That you're allowed to water these things according to Chachamim, even though it's not needed to save it, it's just needed to enhance it. So, Amravina, Shmamina, we hear from here. Haitarbitza, Charlotte Tarbutze, Bechaladamoada. The Tarbitza, which is your garden patch, you're allowed to sprinkle it with water on Chalamoid. So we had some fun taiches of tarbutze in the other Rishonim as well. Uh, we saw that means to slowly water, not just to sprinkle it, but you're doing a full watering, but you're slowly doing it. But the point being is, is whatever it may be, you're allowed to go ahead and let tarbutze, you're allowed to water and sprinkle water on the garden patch on Cholamoid, even though it's not saving the garden patch, it's just an enhancement of the garden patch. Sadegrid, grid, and again, he speaks at the lumdus why that's going to be okay. Because Sadegrid, grid, my time, uh, what's the reason why you're allowed to water Sadegrid grid according to Chachamim? The reason why is the aflamashu lecharfa, because you're enhancing it and you're making the late crop into an early crop, and that's a maila, and you're allowed to do enhancements. So, too, by our case, you're making the late crop into an early crop by the case of the, fla- the garden patch, and therefore it's going to be okay. Zakti Gemara Vaiter, Tanar Ravana, Rabbis teach us, Marbitsin Sada Lavan Bishvis. You're allowed to again water a grain field during Shemitah. Avaloi Bemoi, but you may not water a grain field on Chalamoid. Ay, Vahatanya, but we have a Bryce that seems to say you're allowed to do even Chalamoid, because it says in the Bryce, Marvitsin 
So how do you resolve this apparent contradiction, this apparent stira, that the first source clearly says explicitly that you may not water a grain field on a Cholomoid, and the second Bryce says you may. So Amravuna, Lokash, it's not a question. It's simply our Machlekes of are you only allowed to do things that you are the savior? Are you allowed to even do things if you are the enhancer? And according to Boaz Yaakov, you only do things if you're saving it. You cannot do enhancements, and therefore that's the price that says you cannot do uh, tarbitza. But the one that says you can is referring to the sheet of the Chacham, and you can even do things that are enhancing, and it'll be totally fine. Tanya Idach, even other Brisa, Marbitza and Sadalava, and Erev Shviz, Kedesh Yetzu, Yerakas B'Shviz, you're allowed to do Harbatza. On a grain field, on Erev Shemitah, that it should grow on Shemitah. Below not only that, El Shemarbitz and Sada Lava Bishviz, Kedesh Yitzhi Yorokas Mozishviz, you're also allowed to do Harbatza on a grain field on Shemitah for after Shemitah. And we found that very interesting, um, and sources that our Rashi says that the Diak is that on Shemitah, for Shemitah is no good. But uh, the Ksavian in the bottom seems to say the exact opposite, that Kolshikin is good. If you can even do these, you can even do an Anshemitah itself. So I didn't really spend time trying to be Miyashi of that, but uh, those are two totally different sources than each other. For us, by us. Remember that brand? For us, by us. Yeah. For Shemitah, by Shemitah. Okay. Um, I guess so. You have to make them have it's, Yeah, that's what I imagine. Okay. So says the new Mishnah. Sudden S. Ha'ishus, the es ha'achbarim, mistea ilan, mistea lavan, kidarkai b'mayid, uveshvis. You're allowed to hunt an ishus. I'm not going to translate ishus because the Gemara's first question is, what is an ishus? But you're allowed to hunt an animal, a creature that's called the ishus. You're allowed to hunt ishus and mice that are in your sada ilan and your sada lavan. And ilan obviously is an orchard. Sada lavan is a grain field. Kedarkai, in its normal fashion, bimoid uveshvis an chalamoid and shvitayir. Obviously, the assumption here is that these animals are being destructive to your field, being destructive to your orchard. In order to save your field and save your orchard, you're allowed to hunt these animals on Cholmoid. Obviously, Tzeda is in Malach on Shabbos, so Malach on Cholmoid as well. And you can only do it uh, under certain cir- circumstances. Over here, we're saying that the same way we had certain kulas on actually watering the field, there's kulas on being tzad, on hunting um, these particular animals. Again, read those words. This is a key word over here. Even in its normal way, If you're doing it from an orchard, you can do it normally. But when it's a grain field, you cannot do it normally. And the distinction is very simple, is that apparently the animals are much more damaging to orchards than they are to grain fields. I guess that's just a uh, fact that I'm not familiar with. But uh, in my understanding is also they play around with the root system of the trees and cause broader ranging damage than by the grain field. I also keep in mind that grain fields are not as uh, delectable as 
luscious fruits that they might want to get a hold of. So the halacha, according to the Chum, is that you're only allowed to do it normally for a orchard, but you may not do it normally for a grain field. So again, that's the sheet of the Chacham Oimrim, Mr. Elon Kedarka, Mr. Elon Kedarka. And then a new halacha, Umakrin es hapirza b'moid. Um, I don't know the root of the word makrin, but makrin means to seal off or close. A pirza, which means a breach in a fence around the field. Ancholamoid. Uvishviz, bona kedarka. And a shmita, you can even build it. You can even build it. Not just closing off breaches, but you're allowed to build it. And again, by shmita, um, if it's not directly related to the field, you know, then it's, it's okay. You know, there's no isa malacha on a shemitah here. There's a malacha on a chalamoid, so it's a little more broad-ranging what you can't do on a chalamoid, but on a shemitah, you're allowed to do malacha, so you're allowed to build fences. There's no isa building fences on shemitah. It looks like you're doing it to protect your field, but again, you're trying to save it from, you know, widespread damage, so it's okay to do it. So that's why there's a distinction here between chalamoid and shemitah that we say over here, makrinis appears to you're allowed to close off a breach on chalamoid, and on shemitah, you can even go ahead and build a wall. It's not a problem whatsoever. Well, that, 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 that's, that's definitely part of why like, we have to even say this. But at the end of the day, you know, you're trying to save it, and you're not, you're not doing anything too explicit. You're blocking people out. You know, the gate's still there. People are able to still be at your field, and just you don't want to have this uh, you know, wide-open thing for the animals to start coming in. Um, Okay, so let's. There's a joke there about Sunday Seishas. Seishas, isn't that like man woman relationship? You're thinking of uh, the, the cavemen with you know, the, the, the bath and the. Uh, <laughs> you're allowed to hunt women in Cholamoid. Very good. I hear that. <laughs> um, I always find it more insulting to women that you're calling them, uh, we'll see their moles. You know, you know we're calling them you know, the, the same, the same showish, you know, as. Uh, Okay, so let's read the mission again and go back to the Gemara. So Tzadon is a Ishus v'sachvarim mistei Elam mistei Elam mistei Elam b'moid uveshvis. You let a hunt the Ishus and the uh, mice on a stay lovan from a uh, a orchard and from a grain field in the normal fashion on chalamoid and shmita. Chamaimim mistei Elam kedarka. You let to do it normally on an orchard, but you may not do it normally mistei Elam. So kedarka, but you cannot do it normally for a grain field. Umakrinis appears to b'moid. You let to close off a breach. In a fence or a wall around a field on Chalamoid, with Shvi is born a Kedarka, and Shvi can even do it normally. Ask the Gemara the big question My Ishus, what is an Ishus animal? Amr of Yehuda, Bray, She'ain La Enaim. Oh, sorry, Amr of Yehuda, Kama, Beria, She'ain La Enaim. It's a creature that has no eyes, which most just say it means a mole, a blind animal, a blind creature. Not some mystical creature that we're not familiar with, so they assume it's referring to a mole. Amar Rabbi Bar Yishmol, v'yitamer of Yemar Bar Shalmia, Micra. What is the pasuk that helps us know that the ishus is the animal that cannot see? Because it's the pasuk in Tehillim, which Danny's going to translate for us. Kamoshavlul temes yahalech nafel eshes balchazu shemesh. Like the snail that melts and slithers away the falling of an. That never saw the sun. Okay, like the snail that slithers and and, and, and then melts and slithers away, because Yalach means goes away. Nafal Ashes, the Ashes falls without seeing the light of the sun. I guess we see the Ashes is something they can't see. That's a connection between the two of those. Okay, so that's at least what we have over here. So it's a Pasuk in, in Tanakh 
that indicates to us that Aishas is a, is a description of something you cannot see, and that's how you know that the Ishus of our Mishnah is referring to uh, a mole or some other creature that is difficult to see. Okay. Tanar Rabbanah, teach us. Tzadin esa Ishus vesach barim, you're allowed to hunt the Ishus. Well, just going to say a mole from now on, vesach barim from the mice, mistea lavan from a grain field, mistea ilan kedarko, and from an orchard in the normal fashion. And here's another halacha. Umachrivin chore nimalin. You're also allowed to destroy ant holes. A lot of destroy ant holes. I guess there's an infestation of ants and you see where they're coming from. You're allowed to be machriv. Chore nimalin ant holes. Ketzad machrivin. What is the method through which you destroy an ant hole? You find another ant hole, dafka. So, I mean, I probably would have thought to say, take your foot and stamp it. But that's not going to be good enough. I guess let's make another hole afterwards. So, the trick to really conclusively kill an ant hole is to find another ant hole somewhere else, grab earth from that other ant hole, and put it into this ant hole. What happens when you do that? So, again, maybe offer me a chorze. And they choke each other. Rashi says this means that they are very comfortable with their own soil. And when you grab soil from somewhere else, it gets them very, very nervous. And they panic and kill each other. They work hard. Yeah, exactly. So, you know. Just don't, don't mess with my fields. You mess with my fields, then there goes our friendship over here, okay? But either way, that's what we have over here. There is a, uh, as we've been learning already in the first uh, six blot of this Masechta, they were not just learning tyrant together. We're learning uh, farming. And here's another farming tip for you all, is that if you have an ant hole and you don't just, and you want to get rid of it conclusively, do not just trample the ant hole. Find another ant hole. I'd love to try this and grab the dirt from the other ant hole and put it over here. We're going to see in a couple of seconds, though, a few more conditions that this is going to work, and without that, it's not going to work. So again, let's just read so far we have in the Gemara. You're allowed to hunt the moles and the mice from your wheat field and from your orchard in the normal way. We are six lines from the bottom. You're allowed to destroy ant holes and as well. How do you do that? You go ahead and take earth from another anthole and put it into this anthole. They strangle each other. And we said that Rashi seems to say that they're just not used to that dirt and it causes them uh, to go dizzy and crazy and they cause problems and kill each other. Umber of Yemar. Why do we describe it here? No, nowhere, did we describe it Dargo anywhere else? We're, gonna, we're going to be. For the, yeah, we're going to be. Yeah, we're going to be. Like yeah, how to hunt Kedarga. All of a sudden, now we're, we're right. giving actual methods we're of how to do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, while we're giving a method of this, you know, I would have been happy them saying, do it Kedarga, and you figure out you farmers how to deal with it, but they're actually dealing with uh, actually going through the practical tips of how to do it as well, which is interesting. Definitely very interesting. So, three lines in the bottom, first word. Amr of Yemer Barshalmia, Mishmeda Baye. Again, this is the great, great sage of all times of Baye clarifying the ant-killing tips of how to save your field in Cholomoid. This is only going to work if the two ant holes are on two sides of a river. And again, the, the idea behind this is a very simple idea. It has to be foreign soil. 
So if it's on the same side of the river, then they might be familiar with it from some of their journeys in life. But if it's from two sides of the river, then you can assume that it's too, totally foreign soil and they're not going to be familiar with it and that will actually have the uh, desired effect of killing them. Triavra Nahara is a term that you might be familiar with from the Lachs Iver. Uh, the Lachs Iver is that if you're putting a stomach block for another person, the phrase of when it's usher is when it's Avri Nahara. Because the classic example of Lifna Iver is giving wine to a Nazir. If you're on the same side of the river, then he could have gotten it anyway. If you're Trey Avri de Nahara, if you're on two sides of the river and he only could have accessed the wine by you passing it over, then that's the Isser of Lifna Iver. So that's the phrase you should know because that's the, the exact, these exact words. I think, I don't know if I'm not getting into the Lumbus of why they use the exact same words other than they are the right words to use, but Treyav and Nara means two sides of the river. So again, they have to be on two sides of the river, says Ravyemir Barshalman in the name of Abaye, and more, more conditions here. Vuhu de Leka and even if it's two sides of the river, that only works if there's no bridge. If there's a bridge, they can still get to the other side of the river. Vuhu de Leka Gamla, and there isn't even a board to get across the river. Vuhu de Leka Mitzra, and there isn't even a rope to get across the river. Rashi on rope over here is actually saying that it's referring not to a rope itself, but it's referring to a very, very thin board that you can only get across that board if they have one of those top ropes. You have, you know, like those like obstacle courses. So you have like, you're going step by step. A bridge is very big. The next one is a board that you can get across without holding on to anything. And the next one is a board that's so small that you can only get across when there is a rope to get across it. So apparently, what? Well, that's a funny thing. It's almost like, like Rashi Bashita say, but if it's just a rope, it's not good. You know, then they won't cross that. So I don't know if that's true or not. Like, why did, why did Rashi feel compelled to say when it says rope over here, it's referring to a thin board that you get across with a rope? It's almost like Rashi felt that if it would be just a rope, they wouldn't get across, which I was thinking the same thing. They're just ants. <laughs> so I, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I have no answer. I'm not really sure what to tell you. Okay, let's just read this again inside and get the different sheetas here of how to go ahead and destroy ant holes. Uh, says the Gemara. I'm just thinking how many yeah. Yeah, you learned you learned about uh, saving fields in Cholmite. You have to you know you have to know how to package things. To not package things. Says the uh, says the uh, start from the Tanur Abundant again one more time. Let's do this whole thing. Uh, six, seven lines up from the top, two, li- two words from the end of the line, Tanur Abanan, You're allowed to hunt moles and mice from your wheat fields and your orchards in a normal fashion, and you're allowed to destroy antles. How do you destroy an antle? You take dirt from one hole and put it on this hole. They end up strangling each other. Amar Rav Yemar Barshalmiya Mishmeda Baye Vuhud the Koi Betrayavid Nahara. This is only going to work if you're trying to grab the different dirt if they're on two different sides of the river. And that's when it's going to be foreign soil. Vuhud the Leka Gishra. It's also only going to work if there isn't a bridge. Vuhud the Leka Gamla. It's also only true if there isn't going to be a board. Vuhud the Leka Mitzra. That's also true if there isn't a small, thin rope bridge. Um, and if there isn't even that, then you could go ahead and say it's going to work. And then finally, there actually has to be one more stipulation, is that like, can you take it, let's say there's no rivers at all between here and Istanbul, you know, so therefore now it's going to be okay. So the Gemara says one final clause, which is the first words of Zion and Aleph, ad kama ad parsa. And how far can that go? That goes only to La Parsa. I mean, even if you're on the same side of the river, you only go into La Parsa. Parsa is four mil. Um, and therefore, uh, four mil is about... Uh, 8,000 Amos, which um, uh, 8,000 Amos is, uh, let's see. 33 miles. Oh, the Arts Girl? 
Okay, so wait, well, well, let's see what we have here. So if we have 8,000 amos, let's go with the most mekel shita on an ama, which is 1.5 feet. So that's 12,000 feet. And how many miles? How many feet in a mile? 5,700. What is it? Come on. Okay. Oh, you have an excuse. Sorry, you and David have excuses. <laughs> it's like 5,700 something, right? 5,700. Survey says 2.1, whatever. It's, so, yeah, it's, it's around that range. Yeah, so, 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 again, if you're, so you have up to two miles. So if you grab dirt on the same side of a river from three miles away, then even that's going to be okay. So I guess if you have no rivers to cross to destroy your uh, anthills, it's just so wild because you'd be like, you're walking a mile or grabbing dirt from there, you're stuffing it down the anthill, they're going to survive. But if you go a little bit further away, then it's going, it's going to work. What? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they get far, but also they're tiny. I mean, for us to walk two miles, we have long legs. I mean, we could do it in, uh, in 45 minutes. You know, for them to walk that is, can't imagine. Oh, do they really? I mean, like, you know, the ratio of their body to how fast they go. It's pretty cool. In fact, like fast forward, whatever it is. But um, that's the Jesus of the end. That's, like, that's what we're supposed to learn from them. What did you say? Yes, yes. The Namola. Yeah. How exactly is the... A Namola is a port. Apparently, they're sea creatures as well. I don't know. I'm trying to figure there's any connection with it, too. Yeah. How, how's this guy going to get the dirt if there's no bridge, there's no ropes, there's no. Where's this guy going? <laughs> how's he getting over? Boat. Oh, he takes the boat. He takes the boat. Okay. Or, or he keeps a supply handy uh, that he, that in, in, in a sealed container. Uh, that, uh, okay. but, but the spirit of this is, is not that we're worried about exertion, we're worried about being effective to get rid of the ants, right? I guess so, yeah. You say because here we're doing sod and, 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 and killing the animals. Uh, the, the... Well, like you said, why not just stamp it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did get, I did get a Tsar Bali Chaim question yesterday. Um, you know, almost every question I get starts with interesting, you know, interesting question. But, you know, um, a lady was seeing a bug dying on Shabbos and she wanted to know, can she take it out of its misery? It's dying anyway. Can I take it out of its misery on Shabbos? You can't. You can't, no. Well, there, there's, there's, there's kulas in Tsar Bali Chaim if you're saving it. Yeah, I mean, like, even though normally it's muksa, yeah, there's things you could do that will be makal on. Again, there's, there's, I'm not going to tell you all the ground rules how to do that, but they're definitely, we're mindful of Sarbal Echayim, but to finish it off, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, fami- I'm not familiar with anything. I, I, I'm just not familiar. I mean, it's just more emotionally charged, but I don't know, I don't know, what are you going to do? Like, dr- drive to the vet? You know, what are you going to do? Like, I don't know. Yeah, okay. I, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't question the Nisayan that they're in. They, they see it as a family member. Like, I don't know, whatever it is, but there isn't really much you could... Uh, I'm wondering, can you ask a guy to do it? It's a, it's a, it's a shvus tzar I'm wondering if there's cool or something like that, if you want to have a guy involved in some way, like maybe that could be okay, but certainly yourself, I, I, don't, I don't know of anything. I could be wrong, but I don't know of anything. Okay.